Welcome to the Ortho Eval Pal podcast, where we can help you build confidence with your orthopedic evaluation and management skills. We hope you enjoy the show. And now, for your host, Paul Marquis. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 240 of the Ortho Eval Pal podcast. I am your host, Paul Marquis, PT, and today we're going to be talking about tendon loading for Achilles tendinopathy. We're going to be talking about the difference between Achilles tendonitis and Achilles tendinopathy. We'll go over when to start a loading program, and then we'll also discuss how to proceed with tension over time when doing a loading program. But before we get started, I'd like to take a moment to hear a word from our sponsors. This episode is sponsored by MedBridge. Harnessing the power of technology to help you advance your career and improve patient outcomes, MedBridge delivers over 2,000 evidence-based CE courses and more than 7,000 specialized patient exercises available whenever you need them from wherever you are. MedBridge goes beyond CEUs. They're leading the space. From interactive webinars led by top industry leaders to the first ever HEP patient mobile app, MedBridge has taken learning to the next level for over 200,000 PTs, OTs, ATs, SLPs, and nurses, and those they serve. For a limited time, use promo code OEP to receive $175 off your annual subscription. At MedCore Professionals, we offer mobility aids, bracing and supports, compression garments, post-mastectomy care, and much more. Your health and well-being are important to us. Your recovery is our priority. Our certified team will guide you to the right products based on your medical needs, recent procedures, or mobility restrictions. Visit us on Route 1 in Scarborough or at MedCorePro.com. We are Mark and Kelly Hassett, owners of MedCore. And we keep you moving forward. Welcome back, everyone. So today, we're going to have a short and sweet episode about one particular treatment when we talk about tendinopathy, okay? And it'll be talking about Achilles tendon loading and how we progress with that. So it used to be that we did a lot of eccentric loading. That was kind of a a thing for a while, and there still isn't anything wrong with doing it. But through reviewing a lot of the research out there and a lot of the work that like uh, Dr. Ebony Rio has performed, um, we really know that isometric loading of the Achilles can really be helpful not only with pain, but with also treating the, the physical problem, the disorganization of those uh, fibers that are giving you know so much trouble to that uh, that lower part of the leg. So there are a lot of factors to consider when treating Achilles tendinopathy, like you know footwear, the type of activity that you're doing, an increase in activity, possibly some foot posture and biomechanical issues. There is just all kinds of information there. But we're just going to talk about loading today, and I'll soon be doing a webinar that will be comprehensive from top to bottom in regards to managing Achilles tendinopathy, especially in the athlete uh, or in the running athlete. So we know, you know, through looking at the most recent literature, that exercise is really the best treatment for Achilles tendinopathy. Now, the hard part is figuring out when do you start to do a loading program? When do you exercise them? And then what exercises work best? So there's a difference between continuing to do regular exercise and relative rest. Now, most people who develop an Achilles tendinopathy are really active people, okay? Either they're active around their homes or they're athletes who are active with sports. And they don't like to slow down. They don't like to stop. 
it can be very psychologically damaging for somebody to really come to a halt when they have an injury. So one of the ways you can help manage this is perform activities that aren't going to stress that Achilles, like stationary cycling or swimming um, or working inverters and everters and abdominals and glutes and all of these other muscle groups. But we just want to slow down on the impact, those types of activities that caused the problem in the first place. Okay, so... Recently, you know, we've used the loading to treat Achilles tendinopathy uh, and partial Achilles tendon ruptures also. I mean, they're even talking about doing a loading activities for people who are treating full Achilles tendon ruptures um, with gentle loading and, and a progression um, to treat it without even having to have surgery. So it's been very interesting what the newest literature has been showing. But Let's just talk about how we would progress with these people. They come in, they're tender, you're, you're sometimes doing some treatment on them. They just haven't progressed for a long time. Um, some people who come in with an acute Achilles irritation and inflammation, well, those you obviously manage with some rest modification of activity, some anti-inflammatories and that type of thing. And they'll generally do well with that as long as you can control them. But when somebody comes in and they've had Achilles tendon pain for six to nine months, they've done the whole route of wearing a walker boot, trying some soft tissue modalities, pounding down some non-steroidal anti-inflammatories, and they are not getting better. Um, it's pretty well known that, you know, when they've done histologic studies of the Achilles at those time frames, there's really very little to no inflammatory process going on in there so we have to wonder you know is it the achilles tendon um, disorganization of fibers that is causing this pain uh, we know that uh, the brain interprets tendon type pain differently than other types of pain um, so we kind of manage them a little bit differently so one of the ways I like to treat this, and we've been very successful with this, um, especially recently, is doing an isometric load to the Achilles. Okay, so we always start by making sure that the patient is comfortable. I always try to not complicate the treatment part with a lot of other activities because if they come back and they're really really sore next time was it the loading or was it some sort of other activity that you had them do in the clinic um, so I really try to keep it in a pretty controlled environment I personally have always liked to heat the plantar fascia and gastroxoleus and Achilles complex. Um, I oftentimes will use bipolar stimulation just to help calm that pain down. It's not like we're charging them a ton of money. We don't get reimbursed for it anyway, but it's a nice way to get them warmed up. I might even do some gentle stretching before I start to do the loading. I might even put them on a stationary bike to get them warmed up a little bit before we start to load. But whenever I use a loading program, I try to stick with a pretty consistent regime of activities at first just to make sure that they can get on the right track with loading. Now, not everybody will tolerate the same amount of load when you first start, so you have to kind of play with it for the first couple of visits. But what I typically do with somebody is I will start with TheraBand. So maybe I'll start with a green TheraBand. I'll have their leg off the edge of the table or the foot off the edge of the table, and I will have them hold that TheraBand, and they're going to push into it with their foot into plantar flexion and hold it isometrically for 45 seconds. Now, I don't have them plantar flex to an extreme because that shortens the Achilles too much, sometimes causes a mechanical pinch at that Achilles and the posterior subtalar joint gets irritated. So I keep them at about a 45, 40 to 45 degree plantar flexion while they are holding that for 45 seconds. 
I will then let them take a break for 45 seconds and or do the other side, okay? And then I will do that five times. So I typically give them a 45 second to one minute rest in between five times, and I will only do that once a day. Now, it's not uncommon to have a little discomfort when you're doing this, especially when you first get started. Now, if people are having difficulty plantar flexing, they have this pain, you'll start with TheraBand. But some people will say, you know what, I can stand on my tiptoes on both sides. You may just start them standing up against gravity. That's fine also. But we'll talk about that progression soon. So then you would go the next session using a bigger band if they didn't have any ill effects that day or the day after. And to be honest with you, I have seen this unusual amount of decreased pain after six months of having Achilles tendinopathy, having a decrease in pain after starting the isometric loading program. So there is an analgesic effect to doing this. Um, so then what I'll do is I'll progress them up to a larger TheraBand, something that is more resistant, maybe a blue or black or even a, a, a gold or gray, and then kind of work my way up. When they can comfortably do that five times for 45 seconds, I will then um, put them onto a leg press or a, like we use the shuttle uh, MVP, and we will start with a double-legged press for 45 seconds times five. And then the next time they come in, I might start with a single leg and try to build that weight up closer to body weight if possible, okay? Now, if they have really good tolerance, every time they come back in, they say the last time was no problem, they did not have a lot of pain the next day, then I, I jump them up, okay? I really try to get them up there um, so that we can get them with a higher load over time, okay, and so they can tolerate more weight. Um, and so then from the shuttle, when I get them close to full body weight with one leg, I will progress them then up to standing. So I will increase their weight up to standing. I'll put them on the floor and or on a slant board. Some people, I may even use a scale under one foot just to try to get a measurable amount closer to body weight on one side. Um, I will start with typically double-legged on the slant board and have them hold that five times 45 seconds and give them the one minute rest. I like doing the double leg. I know they're cheating a little bit, but it gives them that feeling of being upright and putting some pressure on it. And then I will slowly work into progressing them to a single leg standing either on the floor or on the slant board five times 45 seconds. Now, as we get close to full body weight, one leg, I like to give them a little bit more rest in between, so now I'm not having them do this exercise on a daily basis. I'm now starting to go every other day. Um, once they're able to tolerate single leg, full body weight, five times 45 seconds, I'll then start to add some weight. So we wanna go above body weight, okay? So I'll generally have them hold on to a 10 pound weight or maybe put an ankle weight uh, and just slap it on their shoulder uh, on the upper trap area just so they're kind of holding it like baggage or something. And then I slowly start to increase that. Once we start increasing that weight, they're really feeling like, hey, I'm pretty tired at the end of my 45 seconds, especially on my last set. It's a little shaky. It's hard to do, but not very painful. I might give them a more like a two to three day rest in between, especially when you start to, to load even more. Um, that has worked well. And when people hit kind of like a plateau and say, you know what, that was a little too painful. That was maybe a five or a six on a 10. Um, I may keep them there for a couple of visits to see what their tolerance is like. But it's amazing. Um, we've had some really good luck doing this progression and it's 
tedious, and it's not something that uh, insurance is very, I don't know, kind or helpful with because they always say you've got five visits or six visits or whatever it might be. Um, so these people do well when you can do this over time. If you can't do it all in the clinic, then maybe you have them do it at home. I will complement my loading program with the radial pressure wave therapy right on that Achilles tendon, either mid-portion Achilles or distal Achilles. And um, I have just had very good success with both of those um, working with these patients. Um, there are so many other factors to treating Achilles tendinopathy, and I will be putting this and making a full webinar on this soon. I just think it's too much to throw into one podcast. I think we need to break this up a little bit so that it's just not overwhelming. Um, I, I know that I threw a lot in regards to the weight bearing at you and the low load long duration um, isometric contractions. Uh, but if you have any questions, go ahead and, and feel free to email me. I'll have my email in the link uh, today. Always go over to my website if you need to, to connect with me that way. Just a reminder for those of you in the uh, Maine, New Hampshire, Vermont region, we are going to be holding a blood flow restriction certification course uh, on June 5th in South Portland. And on June 25 in Bangor, Maine, and that is going to be in 2022. That's coming right up. We do have a couple spots left for Portland, so be sure to get in touch with us, and we could certainly get you into those spots if you're interested in becoming certified in blood flow restriction training, which is something that orthopedic surgeons are asking for now, and um, the research is just overwhelming in regards to how effective it is, and uh, I know that for a fact because I've been doing it for two years with patients and having a very good success with it. So uh, give us a call if you are interested in doing that. And uh, I hope you all have a great day. I hope you enjoyed today's show. Thanks again for listening and for checking out our YouTube channel. And I hope you all have a great day. Take care. We hope you've enjoyed the show. For some more awesome content, go to orthoevalpal.com. Can't wait to see you there.